When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, beloved, welcome to another chapter of the Book of Sean. Happy whatever week it is in your life. Tell me something because you're going to have an amazing time tonight. Our dear brother Jeff Bradshaw is here. He's an amazing musician. Many of us know him. We know his music. He has made an uh, impact. He has made an imprimatur on the culture. But he's here tonight because he has a very particular, let's call it, issue. <laughs> what would you say if I told you that you're not what you think and you're not what you say and you're not often what you believe? You are what you do over and over and over and over again. It's what you do over and over again that ultimately defines who you are. And my brother tonight is going to take us into his story, into his narrative of the things that he does over and over again. Some of those things impact his health. Some of those things impact how he feels and his ability to be healthy and vibrant. I want to help him think through it tonight and get him to the place where he understands and where he embraces with more ebullience and power a very basic understanding that your habits define your life, that what we do over and over again ultimately shape the basis of who and what we are. Yeah, we're going to talk about that tonight. And while your habits and my habits may not be what his happens to be, we all have something that we're doing, that we're eating, that we're drinking, that we're watching, that we're whatever, right? And they're not serving us. What do you do when what you do all the time isn't serving the best of who you are? Yeah, we're going to talk about that tonight. We're going to do some Ask Dr. Sean. And of course, we're going to start with some headlines because there's a lot going on in the world. So play the bumper highly. Let's start with President Joe Biden, people. Joe Biden is turning out to be a very interesting president, and I mean that in a positive way. Here's, what, here's why. Apparently, Joe Biden is, he is endeavoring, he's attempting, he's wanting to end hunger in America by 2030. <laughs> I'm all for this. Joe Biden is planning a White House conference to lay out a plan that will eliminate diet-related diseases and reduce health disparities in America. And more importantly, Joe Biden is working on a conference that's going to try to end hunger in this country by 2030. Now, if you're not clapping, there's something wrong with your morality. Because I say this all the time. In a wealthy country where you have so much money and so much excess and so much food, there should be no such thing as a hungry child in this country. In fact, let's take it further and say there should be no such thing as a hungry person in this country. And I'm happy to hear that Joe Biden is, wants to tackle the issue of hunger, because I think this is what the government is supposed to be doing, not running around blowing up stuff and bombing people. This is what the government should be doing, finding, out, finding new ways to tackle old, entrenched problems so that we can be a better version of ourselves as a nation and as a people. It's expected that this new plan that he wants to work on will combine the private sector, state and tribal and local and territorial governments Nonprofits, the academy, community organizers, everybody's going to be involved because ending hunger in America, if you're going to try to do it by 2030, is going to involve everybody, all hands on deck. And I just want to say it again. I think this is an absolutely amazing thing. I salute this. I applaud this. And I think it should have happened a long time ago because I still don't understand how you have hunger in a country like this. We throw away so much food that we have a municipal waste problem in this country. That's how much food we throw away. And yet, on the flip side of that, we have people who don't have anything to eat. Hungry women, hungry children, hungry men. And it just doesn't make sense. 
Well, it does make sense. And I'll tell you why it makes sense. Because we have the means to end hunger in America, but what we don't have is the will to end hunger in America. And just because you have the means doesn't mean you have the will. And I'm hoping that this conference that Joe Biden wants to do, and I'm hoping by, by virtue of you watching this segment, that all of us will discover the will to do what is right and to do what is best for those of us who don't have enough. But let's bring this home to you. Because every time you find yourself dealing with somebody who isn't doing what you think they should be doing or could be doing, it's often not because they don't have the means to do it. It's because they don't have the will to do it. And when you're dealing with somebody who doesn't have the will to do something right or the will to do something for you, that's a whole other conversation than saying, I can't do it at all because I don't have what it takes. Most of the people in your life who are not fulfilling what it is you need them to do, it's not because they can't. It's because they don't want to. And when somebody doesn't want to do something, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how much you how much weight you lose, how much weight you gain. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter how beautiful you are, how strong you are. If somebody doesn't want to do it, then guess what? They just don't want to do it. The hard part is acknowledging the difference between someone who can't and someone who won't. But as soon as you discover what that difference is and you embrace what the truth is, you'll be free immediately. Let's move on. Let's talk about Latinos and voting. All right. I saw I saw this. I saw this article um, over the weekend and I, I this I got a lot to say. <laughs> prepare, prepare ye thyself for this. So a new research study shows that Latinos don't see a difference between what the Democratic Party and the Republican Party stand for. Yeah, I listen. So while most Latinos say <laughs> that Democrats work harder to get their votes, this new study says that they do not see a fundamental difference between the two parties and what they stand for. And when I read that, I thought to myself, am I reading this right? Is this a typo? No, listen, I'm not, I, I'm not Latino, obviously, right? I'm black. I'm African-American. But I've heard a lot of black people say this, too. A lot of younger black people say this, too, that I don't see the difference between the Republican Party and Democratic Party. And, and to black people, I say, what? <laughs> what do you mean you don't see the difference between what the party stands for? Have you been paying attention? Do you even watch the news? Last time you read the Times or the Post, uh, what? What do you mean you don't see a difference? There's a fundamental difference between these two parties. And I, I'm, I'm not here to tell Latinos what to think about their politics because I'm not a part of their community. But I am here to offer some interesting insight into the fact that there's a fundamental difference between these two parties. All right. I don't understand how you can say there's no difference and be Latino. And I'll tell you why. One party would like to round up, one party, in my opinion, would like to round up every black and brown person in this country and send us back to where we came from. While the other party sees black and brown people as adding to the diversity of this country and, and that diversity is a blessing that the nation needs. You don't see the difference? <laughs> one, one party wants to make it illegal to speak Spanish if they could get away with it. One party does, the other party does not. You don't see the difference? <laughs> one, party would, one party does not believe that immigration is something that we should be doing in this country if it's not from white countries. And the other party doesn't believe that. You don't see the difference. Come on, what do you mean you don't see the difference? There's a huge difference between these two parties. You ready for this? Republicans don't believe in universal health care. Republicans don't believe in Social Security. Republicans don't believe in Medicaid and Medicare. Republicans don't support the DREAM Act. You don't see the difference? <laughs> what do you mean you don't see the difference? There's a clear and present difference between these two parties. I don't... Uh, I just told you that one party is trying to end hunger in America by 2030 and the Republican Party could give could care less. You don't see the difference. You know, it's it just it's it, it's become so easy to go on social media and talk about how everybody's the same and all politics is politics and none of it matters. But we got to be more sophisticated than that. We got to stop allowing one person to say it and then the rest of us repeating it. Because there are some clear differences between these two parties, okay? I've just laid out just a few of them. 
Okay? But when it's all said and done, here's what I need y'all to really understand, and I'll be done with this. One party as it is currently constructed is rooted in white supremacy. And the other party is fundamentally not. And to all my Latino brothers and sisters, I got some good news for you and some bad news for you. The good news is <laughs> there is a party that believes your presence in America is important and valuable. The bad news is there's a party that doesn't believe that and thinks that you are problematic and what's wrong with America. And there's a difference. <laughs> All right, let me move on. Let me move on. Jeff, I'm coming to you, man. Just stay right there, man. I'm coming to you, brother. I'm coming to you, my brother. All right, let's talk about Vladimir Putin, okay? I haven't done a Vladimir Putin story in a while, so I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I, but I could not resist this story because you guys heard that Vladimir Putin has now annexed one-fifth of the Ukrainian country. <laughs> he just went and decided he was just going to take a fifth of their country. He went in and took whole sections of the country and annexed them into Russia, and now all the people that live there are now reportedly, according to him, they're all Russian because that's what he wants. So basically, let's follow, follow the logic here. Vladimir Putin stole whole sections and parts of somebody else's country. Okay? And this should not surprise you, and I'll tell you why. Because if a man will lie, he'll steal. <laughs> and if a man will steal, he will do things that will physically harm and hurt you. And that's why I'm giving you this story. Because there's always a continuum about what people do, especially when people are trying to do negative things. See, it, ne it never starts with stealing the country. It always starts with something small and something, and something almost incandescent, something that you would miss if you're not looking for it. Vladimir Putin started out with a lie, and now the lie has turned into him stealing, and now stealing will turn into more death. Now, if you think I'm just talking about Vladimir Putin, then you don't watch this show, because I'm already in your life. I'm telling you right now that anybody who will lie to you consistently, anybody who will give you falsehoods consistently is somebody that you cannot trust with anything precious in your life. Because let's try it again. If they will lie, they will steal. And if they will steal, they will hurt you. You, you got you got you, you have to you have to know what gateway behavior is and that people start off doing little small incandescent things. And then they end up with huge moral dilemmas and problems that they pose for you. And you could have stopped it if you had stopped it at the lie. Anybody who consistently lies to you, beloved, does not love you. Anybody that consistently withholds the truth from you does not love you. Anybody who will not look you in your eye and tell you the truth is somebody who cannot be trusted with the best of who you are. Because when I love you, I tell you the truth. I may tell you the truth in a way that you can hear it, but I'm obligated by my love to tell you the truth. I'm trying to help you tonight. I'm trying to, tell, I'm trying to help you tonight. Because when it is all said and done, what we see going on in Russia and Ukraine is, is, is really, is really nothing more than a metaphor for what many of us have to deal with in our lives all the time, and that is there are predatory people who lie, who only want what they want, who are driven by ego and craziness, right? And if you don't stop them in the beginning, you're going to have to deal with more than what you planned for. Yeah. So Putin can annex one-fifth of the country all he wants, but here's the truth of the matter. You ready? He can't hide the fact that he's losing the war. And the only reason he's annexing parts of the country is so that he can create positive propaganda to hide the fact that he got into a war that he wasn't ready to fight. I could spend two hours on that, but I'm not. I got one more, Jeff, and then I'm coming to you, man. <laughs> Let's talk about Marjorie Taylor Greene. I could not not do this story, okay? I, I had a moral obligation. Marjorie Taylor Greene, apparently Marjorie Taylor Greene's husband, Perry Greene, filed for divorce after 27 years of marriage. Perry Green, who married Marjorie in 1985, claimed that their marriage is irretrievably broken. And in the meantime, he asked the court to seal all the existing and future filings to protect the family's privacy. Here's my question, and then I'm done. Can you imagine what it must be like to be married to Marjorie Taylor Green? <laughs> to wake up every day and roll over and be looking at Marjorie Taylor Greene every morning. Can you imagine that? 
Can you, can you, Marjorie Taylor Greene is a bigot. She's ignorant. She will lie. She will say anything that she thinks will give her some sort of political advantage. And can you imagine waking up next to that every morning? No. <laughs> Mar Marjorie Taylor Greene literally just said that Democrats want to kill Republicans. With no, I mean, where did she get that from? Can you imagine waking up next to somebody who will just make up stuff? <laughs> just make it up just because she felt like it. So Mr. Perry decided this marriage had to be over. You know, here's the wisdom. You ready? It just goes to show you that what you will accept at one stage of your life. You ready? Might not be what you're willing to accept at another stage of your life. Let's go deeper. It just goes to show you that what you thought was cute at 20 may not be what you think is cute at 30. And the things that turned you on in a certain season of your life may not turn you on when you keep on living. That's why when you choose people, you don't choose people based upon where you are. You choose people based upon where you're going. Because everybody who was good now may not be good for tomorrow. And if you don't take my word for it, ask Mr. Perry Green. <laughs> anyway, we'll be right back right after this. I'm talking to the amazing Jeff Bradshaw about his journey, a little bit about his music, mostly about his health and the developments of habits because we are our habits, beloved. I'm going to say it again until I make you upset, until I make you so upset that you get better. You are not what you say. You are not even what you believe. You are what you do over and over and over again. Think about that. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. So, so we're about to have a real honest conversation about the things that we do, things that we do over and over again. And some of those things that we do are things that we know that we need to stop doing. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's not about being ethical or immoral. Take that out. We're not talking about good or bad. We're talking about things that we, we, that we like, we enjoy doing. But some of those things are not good for us, right? I mean, like, like my addiction to pizza. That ain't good for me. <laughs> the devil is in that. I'm telling you, but, 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 you know, we find ourselves, I find myself, what? Going back to it, doing it. Why do we do that? It's because we are habituated. We develop habits, we've developed routines, and we've assigned emotional triggers and connections and values to the behavior that we do. It's just how it is, but it can be undone and it can be overcome if we start thinking about it a little differently. My guest tonight is an amazing musician, but he's not just a musician, he's also a man. He's not just a great talent, he's also a great soul who brings to the journey all of the complexities and habits that the rest of us bring. And we may not, we may, we may not be able to play like he can, but we, as a part of this story, that all of us are gonna be able to relate to. Welcome to the show tonight, the amazing Jeff Bradshaw. Hey, Jeff. Thank you, my brother. Good to see you, Sean. How are you, man? I am doing well, man. First, thank you for coming on. I, I'm excited, man. I'm just excited to be here. I need help, Sean. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, Sean, I'm ready to put me first. Mm. I'm, I'm really ready to put me first in my journey touring the world and, and making great music and touching people at a higher level. Um, I'm here because I need you to help me put me first. Mm. Mm. Now, let, well, see, now what just happened? Because when you said that, your whole face changed. What happened? Yeah. You know, it, you know, touring the world, you know, this is uh, now 28 years for me, mm -hmm. uh, touring the world with every major artist in, on the planet and, um, and touring off my own music and my own uh, four albums and awards and all that great stuff. Um, at the end of the day, I'm here because I know that I need your help mm. in um, discipline that I struggle with. Mm. Even with what all I've been through, I still need your help. Mm. How does it feel to say that? to admit that, to be honest about that? Um, I think transparency is very important. Um, I know that um, I had to get to a point where I knew that even after being diagnosed with a debilitating intestinal disease and uh, knowing that um, 
that I should be doing better because of what I've been through, but I'm not. Mm. So when you know that you should be doing better mm. and you know you can do better mm. as a man, as a father of five beautiful children, mm. I know that I needed to ask for help to get me over the hump because I know that there are things I can be doing better and I knew that there's a level of discipline yeah. that I need to do. Okay, so let's so let, let let's let's get to it. Let me ask you this. Um tell 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 everybody, tell me, what is the area that you struggle to be disciplined in? Well, specifically, um, 2015 or to you know uh, 2016, I was diagnosed with diverticulitis, which is a debilitating uh, uh, intestinal disease, uh, but it comes from lack of fiber. So what I suffer from is uh, um, not t- a total lack of discipline, but a lack of discipline, uh, not when I'm home. See, when I'm home, I can cook kale. I can go in the kitchen, I can cook kale. I can, you know, I can go into my vegan bag and go into my vegetarian bag. And, and I can go to my vegan bag and go plant-based. I can go kale, I can go... Uh, all types of, of substitute and, and, and possible meats and all kinds of stuff that I want to do and stuff that I love to do, like uh, a, 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 a barbecue and Korean. Uh, 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 I can't believe I'm losing my thought right That's now. All right. Korean That's cauliflower, yeah. Korean cauliflower, and all the things that I love to cook uh, when I'm home. But when I'm on the road, when I'm doing my tour, and I'm touring with Patty LaBelle, which I'm doing both at the same time right now. I have to find the uh, the vegan apps. I have to find the vegetarian apps. And so as we're going from city to city, I have to find a way to find these places, catch an Uber to these places when everybody else is like, man, we got catering at five o'clock after a sound check, show at eight o'clock. You know, I have to like, I'm, it's almost like you're alone. Yeah. I'm like a loner. But Jeff, 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 hold, hold on, because I, I want, I want to, we, we gonna, we gonna name, cause to, to beat this thing, we gotta name it, okay? We gotta name it, okay? So, so, so succinctly, you are struggling in the area of what? Nutrition. Nutrition, nutrition, which means the foods you select and what you choose uh, to put in your body, your dietary habits, right? And the availability of those mm. while touring the world. Right, 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 right. So, so what we're going to do is we're going to separate those two issues. All right, we, we're going okay. to we're going to hold availability off for for a, a, a later part of the conversation. Right now, okay. let's just wrap our minds around the the will to choose something better. So, 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 so here's my question: When you got diagnosed, right? Um, how did you respond to that? Did you immediately respond by changing your diet, changing your habits? How did you respond? I immediately changed um, because I remember the pain that it caused me. I remember the 62 pounds that I lost in the process because anything that I eat, which with diverticulitis, you can't have seeds, nuts, or corn. Mm. So I remember how strict and how militant I was um, about not eating the right or wrong things. But that's not my problem. My problem stems from now, the time of day that I eat those things. Uh, Learning uh, what not to eat at the time of day, excluding the things that I know that I can't eat, which I don't. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm going to say something, and you and you just tell me what what comes to your spirit after I say it, okay? Okay. Um, one of the things that I know for sure is that people who are motivated or driven by by pain um, <laughs> have a very different life and a very different journey than people who are motivated and driven by information. So 
People who are driven by pain have to go through it, they have to suffer, they have to fail, and they have to hurt to learn the lesson. People who are driven by information can hear it, they can see it, they can learn it, and then they make the changes. What I'm hearing from you is that you seem to be someone who's more driven by pain than you are information. Did I get it right? Initially, yes. I was driven, <laughs> absolutely sure. I was driven by pain. Mm -hmm. I was driven by the, um, the things that happened to my body uh, while I was in the midst of going through uh, learning that I had diverticulitis and uh, finding out what it was and what I had to do to uh, rid myself of it or the symptoms, because the symptoms are horrible. Mm. It's more than pain. Mm. The symptoms are horrible. So I had to rid myself of the symptoms. I had to rid myself of the, of the pain. But you know, once you get past that, then you know, a little cheat here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but Jeff, 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 because I, I don't want to get past it. I'll tell you why. Tell, answer, answer this question for me. How close were you to dying? You know, I wasn't that close, but I knew that if I continue in the way because of the loss of blood and, you know, septic poisoning, I could have been in a bad way. I knew I was on my way to being in a very bad place. You know, uh, so that was close enough for me. The fact that the that the fact that my uh, would have been surgeon, uh, Dr. Emmett Connor at Chestnut Hospital, um, was like, if you don't change this right now, if you don't fix this right now, or if you don't let me do this surgery and take these fourteen inches of your large intestines out. You could really, really put yourself at risk yeah. for a shorter life, and that's all I needed to hear. Yeah, yeah. See, and that 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 that's why I wanted to stay there longer, because that that's the moment we build from. That that's the moment we take the content we need to develop to develop rather the discipline that you deserve. I know this for sure: the pain of discipline is always better than the pain of consequences. Correct. It's always better, right? Always, so, always. So, so, so once we accept the fact that there's going to be some pain, <laughs> this, but, you, you, but you get to choose your pain. You get to choose the pain that comes from not doing something, being disciplined and not doing it, or you get to choose the pain that comes from dealing with the consequences of doing whatever it is you want to do and not caring about what's going to happen. And the reason, and, and the reason I brought you back to, to, to what, what might have been something akin to a near-death experience is because it is sometimes life's greatest gift to take us to the edge almost and to say to us, how much do you really want to be here? How much do you value who you are? How much do you love those kids that God gave you? How much do you love that horn and that gift that you've been given? Because that, that becomes the thing that drives us to say to ourselves, and I got to take a break after this, it becomes mm. the thing that drives us to say to ourselves, I'd rather live, I'd rather live than settle for the simplistic passing feeling of something tasting good and giving us momentary pleasure. See, when, Jeff, when we come back, we're going to talk about pleasure, okay? Because a lot of food is rooted in the need for pleasure. Told you it's going to be good. <laughs> we'll be right back right after this. Welcome back, everybody. We're talking to the amazing Jeff Bradshaw. You know him as a musician, jazz musician extraordinaire. But tonight he's here because we're dealing with some real-life human man issues, right? Food. <laughs> food. Ooh. Food. Food. Listen, so Jeff, Jeff, let me ask you this, and this, this is this is a hard question, okay? So I'm, but 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 my sense of you is that you you can handle this. Um, what what emotional need does food fulfill for you? Wow, emotional need. Wow, you know, for me, uh, this is the excuse that I always give myself uh, because we. Um, because me as a touring artist, 
most of our work is done between 10, between 8 and 11 o'clock at night. Right. So I'm done work at around 11 o'clock. So what, what helps me to sleep is to have something on my belly, something in, inside my, something inside me to eat that helps me sleep. If not, the problem for me is um, I'll be up to three or four o'clock in the morning. I won't be able to sleep because I'm hungry. And I'm hungry because I just worked maybe for two hours, a 90 minute to two hour show, depending on my show is 90 minutes. Uh, Patty LaBelle shows are an hour and 45 to an hour and 50 minutes. By the time I'm finished working, I'm sweating, changing clothes, back in the, in, in, in the, uh, uh, in the sprinter, back to the hotel, shower, and I'm starving. Mm. I'm starving. At midnight, I'm starving. So my issue is not being hungry, but my issue is everything that I need um, uh, because of my uh, uh, health condition, everything that I need, there's very, very uh, little of. Um, there's a lack of it. Can you take and it then, on the road with you? So, so, so let, let, let's deal with that issue. So, so, so is it possible, bef you know, before you go on the road or, or when you go to cities that, that are more, that have more health conscious food places where you can load up a little more on some healthier options um, so that they can carry you when you get to places that don't have it? Is that, is that, a, is that a, an option for you? That is an option for me, but the, I'm here because of my laziness of not doing the work, getting Tupperware containers, getting the food that I know that won't hurt me at 12 or 12.30 or one o'clock in the morning, food that I can eat that's good for me, that I can eat. Uh, some hotels have refrigeration rooms. Most of the health, well, hotels we stay in, the hotels they don't have refrigeration. So, I need to do it's it's more work for me. It's and, and yeah, Jeff, 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 and you, you, you and I have uh, we have a great rapport, and I, I, I absolutely, I, I love your spirit. I love talking to you. So I'm 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 going to talk to you as if you were. I don't know how old you are, uh, but as but as if we were brothers or uncle nephew, whatever, whatever. We are brothers. Okay, good, 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 good. So as your brother, here's what I'm going to say to you. First life whispers. And then it yells. And then it slaps you on the back of the head. Your life has already whispered. <laughs> the the net, see, I, I, I'm gonna talk to you. Just, this is gonna be Sean and Jeff. I don't wanna hear you can't find the containers. No! You're, you have already been through something that had the power to take you out of here, that had the power to end your life. And I need you to, to love being here enough for you to Absolutely. find the will to break through the laziness because your life jeff your life it's done whispering the next time it talks to you it's going to yell and when it yells it's never it's never a good message and i'm saying to you that the fear of what might happen next could be it ought to be the thing that drives you past anything that make you feel comfort or listen you don't you you're not in a position to be lazy what's your response to that you're absolutely right um i go ahead no no like that right what, what what was that what was that what are you feeling i i i, I make no excuses um uh, i make no excuses it's it's why I accepted the invitation to be here with you, because I know I understand. That's good stuff, Jeff. That's good stuff. I know. I know what I need to do. Yeah. And 
sometimes uh sometimes you just need a little push yeah uh, yeah you know yeah yeah I, this was it was it was very uh, it was very important for me to be here because sometimes you need to look in the mirror and know that you need to do better you need that extra effort yeah. that you need to put forth uh to be here for my children who I love so dearly and for this music for my fans for people who love what I do but I knew that it was important for me to be here for transparency take for for transparency like yeah it's not as it's not easy no you can say not. well do right because this hurts you or do right because you may bleed internally or do right because of this or do right because of that you know um, people can say that but when you're by yourself and it's just you mm. people don't know what I go through they don't know the struggles I have and it's not easy I mean it's a battle that I'm going to win mm. uh, because I'm determined mm. but sometimes you need an outlet like this where you can just talk about it and you know you just talk about things sometimes you just need to get it out man and um people don't know you tour the world this person that person the discography this and that what you've done you know at the end of the day man i'm just a little church boy from north philly mm. where some beautiful children who was born with a gift that most people went to college for and i'm just trying not to mess it up i'm trying not to mess it up by making bad decisions and shortening my life mm. i appreciate you no, listen, 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 listen. Your platform I want, I want, I want, I want to jump in and say this to you though, when, when, because you, you've given us so much tonight and I, and I honor you, um, be, because you've been so authentic and transparent, but I want to push you on something after the show is over and you're, and you're, you know, you're back in the hotel room and you've worked for two, three hours. I want to suggest to you that what you feel isn't just hunger. You, I'm not saying you're not hungry, but I'm saying that it's also an emotional event going on. So whether that's feelings of isolation, loneliness, whether that's feelings of being depleted, anxious, insecure. You know, I listen, artists and, and, and people who do what I do, people who do, do what you do. We are the most insecure people on the planet. We always want to know how, you know what I'm saying? So I'm saying there, there is an emotional component to, to your eating habits. It's not just physical hunger. It's not. There's an emotional component to it. And I want you at some point to feel empowered to really think through and address that emotional side of it. We don't have time to do it tonight, obviously, but, but I want you to find some time to address that because that, that is as much a part of this as anything else. Um, you, know, you know, let's do this, let's do this. I'm going, I gotta take a break. Jeff, can you stay a little longer? Of course. Okay, stay a little longer. I'm going to talk to you a little while longer because I got some more things I want to ask you. And uh, I love you. <laughs> so I, don't, I, I, I don't want you to leave yet. We'll be right back with more, with, with, more, with more Jeff and more and more Dr. Sean right after this. Come back, everybody. We're talking to the amazing Jeff Bradshaw, jazz musician, extraordinaire. And what I've discovered is he's also an amazing human being. Absolutely love his heart, love his mind. Uh, Jeff, um, I, I can't thank you enough for being here tonight um, because you've given us so much and you've just allowed us into your heart and into your spirit in a way that I think is it's, it's impacting so many people that are watching tonight. Um, let me ask you a question. Have, are you familiar with intermittent fasting? Yes. I, I, I know about it. I know that people that have tried it. I've never tried it, but I'm I'm very familiar with it. Okay. So, so... So Dr. Sean has a takeaway <laughs> because I want you to try some intermittent fasting. Okay. And, okay. and, and, and you, you can get a bunch of, you know, information about it. You know, you can YouTube it, you can get it online. Um, but intermittent fasting is a life changing, at least for me anyway, it's a life changing ha habit to form where you only eat within certain hours of the day. And the rest of the day, 
You allow yourself to fast. You let the body rest. You let your you let your body start to burn. Again, just to be clear, everybody watching, I'm no expert on intermittent fasting. I'm not a medical doctor. I'm just okay. I'm just talking out of my experience. You got you got to do that, Jeff, because people start thinking, you know. You know anyway, um, so so what you do is you you allow your body to switch over from burning carbohydrates and sugars to burning fats, which is what it wants to do. That's why, that's, why, that's why it bulked up all that fat to begin with. It bolted up so that it could burn it. So intermittent fasting for you, um, and, I, and I, again, I'm going to encourage you, you know, talk to your physician, you know, ultimately uh, to start, I, I would recommend talking more to, to a therapist or a counselor, um, but more so, but more so, to think through what, what are the hours of the day where you could allow yourself to eat and what are the hours of the day where you would be willing to fast and to say, I'm only going to have water or, you know, black coffee. I'm not going to allow any, no sugars, no none of that stuff into my body. Now, it seems like you would have an interesting time zone because it seems like if you were able to fast most of the day and most of the night, and that your eating window would be when you come off the stage, then you could accomplish, you know, a lot. The only problem is, I don't know if you're ready for that kind of shift. Okay, let me, let me ask, so let me ask a question. Are you a grazer? Do you eat throughout the day? Um, I'm, you know, I'm a musician, so I go to bed late. And I wake up late. I normally get out to bed on average probably about ten thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. Are you? Are you? Get out bed are you? Are you? Are you a breakfast, lunch, and dinner kind of guy? No. Okay. I'm a lunch. I'm a. My biggest meal of the day is normally lunch. Okay. Because okay. I don't get out to bed till about ten thirty. Okay. So, so my so, biggest meal of the day is around lunch, around around like around noon. Okay. Is when my biggest. Meal so of the what day are you is. eating after the show, for example? It all depends on where I am. Yeah. Sean, you know, I've been I've been all over the world for the last twenty seven years. So it could be Chinese, it could be sushi, it could be Indian, it could be, you know, it could be Mediterranean. You know, it could be anything. But and and it also depends on where I am. Yeah. Like this weekend, this weekend I'm I'm playing the Barbados Jazz Festival. So I'll be in Barbados for four days. You know, so what does that look like? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, so, so it so, all depends on no, where no, I am. That, that's that's why intermittent fasting, I think, is perfect for you, because it allows you to eat, right? It allows you to eat, and it may it may even allow you to eat some things that you know are not necessarily always kosher for the kind of diet you should be on. But you don't right. spend, but you don't spend the rest of the day, you know, sort of sort of undermining your health by snacking and grazing and eating. So what I'm right. what I'm going to advise you to do really is to do some do some investigation on intermittent fasting, and to Absolutely. see and to see how it might work for you. Obviously, talk to your doctor. Obviously, talk to to, to whoever healthcare professionals you have in your life. Right. Um, but but just bring the subject up because I think that you seem like the kind of person who, although you are in some ways given to the habits that you develop. But you right. also seem like the kind of person um, who is who is motivated, moved, and driven by accomplishment, by the prize, by yes. yeah, yeah. And, and and I'm telling you just from my personal experience, intermittent fasting gave me a sense of accomplishment and a sense of control and a sense of not being out of control constantly. Right. Right. That I coveted it and I wanted it. And when I and when I finally decided to do it, right, I finally decided to do it. It I never felt better emotionally in my life because let me tell you something. Go ahead. Let me tell you something. Bianca, Maya, Kayla, Madison, Leo. Those are my children. Mm. That is all the inspiration and drive that I need to do, to do better about my own nutrition, to lengthen my own life. Mm. Mm. And, 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 and let that be the song you sing. Absolutely. And let that be the lyric and the melody you live. Absolutely. 
And every time you would undermine, sabotage, destroy yourself, remember what you just said. Absolutely. That this is not about you. This is not about this is not about the 30 seconds of pleasure that a pizza pizza or a burger or a chip is going to give you. Right. What you're working on is something far more indelible and special. It's far more important than that. And, I, and I'm, I'm going to get spiritual on you, OK, because that's what I do, because I need you to understand that you've been given a gift and you owe that gift to the world. And, and if you undermine our ability to have access to your gift because you were unwilling to suffer to save your own life, then you're going to have to answer to that and you won't have to answer to me. You know what I'm saying? I right? agree. I agree. Yeah. I, uh, Jeff, I got to let you go, but let me just say this to you. I think you're going to be all right. I think Absolutely. it's a journey, not a moment. And every day that you fail, get up the next day and be determined to do it again. Um, and one day you will surprise yourself and realize that you're actually doing it. Sean, I, I, I appreciate you. I know because of people like you and the God that I serve will give me the strength to move through and excel at this very transparent moment in my life, but also this very important moment in my life and this where I am with new music coming out and all that kind of stuff. I want to look a certain way. I want to be a certain way. I want to be healthier because I'm, I'm in a good place but I need to be in a great place. In order for me to get to the next level, I know that it's going to take a level of discipline that's not short-term. Yeah. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are, are you ready? I'm ready. So let's do it. Let, let, let's make today, let's make right now the beginning of an entirely different journey with nutrition. Absolutely. Yes? I'm ready. Okay. I let's... wouldn't have come here if I wasn't... Sean, believe me, I'm a very private person. I'm a very private, prideful man. But I came here because I needed something to help me change the trajectory of where I feel like I was moving. I feel like I was, you know, walking, you know, uphill on an ice slope, you know. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I need something. And I, and I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate you. Allow me to come on your platform and be transparent. Uh, and I know that the God that I serve won't fail me. And I know, but I also know, but it takes self-discipline. And I know that I have everything to live for, everything to do right by. And I'm just so thankful that you allow me to be here with you. And I'm thankful for you. I'm going to look into intermittent fasting. I have a, 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 a really good friend of mine, a really great friend close to me, uh, who's an obesity specialist. I'm not a I'm not obese, but can you help me out with meal plans? An incredible doctor in the DMV area named Dr. Yolanda Hancock, um, who can help me with meal plans and help me with intermediate fasting. So I have people in my in my life and in my circle that can uh, help me get through things. But um, I'm so thankful of this platform. Yeah, and I'm thankful for you for your words. I believe you. I believe in myself, and I'm ready to go. Listen, listen, I, I, I got to go because I'm way over time, um, but I'm excited about your future and I'm excited about what's going to happen for you. And I know that what you begin today, you are going to finish. You're going to finish what you started today. Listen, I, 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 I got to go. I got to take this break. Thank you, Jeff, for being here. Um, when we come back, I'm going to do some. I learned a lot from this. So we're going to do an aha moment when we come back. It's a lot. This is good, people. OK, soul food. That's what I do. We'll be right back. That was an amazing conversation, wasn't it? I mean, there's a lot to learn from that, a lot to get out of that. And, um, hey, let's do some aha moments. Play the bumper, highly. You know, it, it's, it's so, first of all, you, you can't help but love Jeff, right? Jeff, Jeff Bradshaw is um, such an amazing spirit. Um, he's, a, he's an amazing combination of strength and honesty and vulnerability and power and giftedness. Um, I, I love meeting people like him because they represent 
I think just the range of what is possible as a human being reconciles himself to himself. Here's what I learned from this conversation. This, this was my aha moments. That sometimes it's not about not knowing what to do. It's not about having the information or the tools to get it done. Sometimes it's just about having the will to do it. And sometimes the only way to develop the will to do something hard is to want to do something hard more than you want to do something easy. And sometimes the only way to want to do something hard more than you want to do something easy is there got to be something about love at stake in it for you. It's only when you love something so much that you're willing to suffer and sacrifice and be disciplined for it that you find the behavior and the habits you need that will keep you around long enough to sustain the love. Nobody willingly wants to not have pleasure or not feel good or not have the things that we want or delight in. But when you love something greater than food and you love something greater than, you know, the, 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 whatever it is that's giving you that mo- momentary pleasure, when you love something that much, you are willing to do what it takes to sustain the love. You see, all I tried to do with Jeff tonight was to bring him back to the truth of his health, to the truth of his story, and to the power of the love that he has for his children. That's all I'm trying to do for you. Whatever it is you're trying to accomplish, remember what you love the most. Remember why you love it, and remember why it's worth the trouble of trying to achieve. Thank you for tuning in tonight. Thank you for being a part of this conversation, this moment. Because this was more than a conversation. It was a moment. I will see you soon. Next time we gather, I promise to do some Ask Dr. Sean, okay? I promise to get around to it. Y'all be good to each other, beloved. And remember, I love you. Can't help it. College can be expensive, but saving now can help your students save later. Give your child's college savings a boost by registering for a chance at one of 25 $1,000 savings plan deposits for 6th through 12th graders. Sign up today at iowastudentloan.org slash register. Look for the Save Now, Save Later giveaway under the scholarships page. Log on and register today. That's iowastudentloan.org. O'Reilly Auto Parts specializes in keeping your car on the road. Not sure how much life is left in your battery? Our professional parts people will test it for free. If it does need to be replaced, we'll help you find just the right one to fit your car. Our superstar batteries are built to handle even the toughest conditions. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, oh.